1: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. All thanks to McDonald's Makers, together and loving it TNCs apply
0: Live on SEN Track Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis Kickstart your day of racing Have breakfast with the Kiwis Head to loveracing.nz Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you ahead of a big weekend of racing around New Zealand. Some key races coming up for those targeting Group 1 racing in Christchurch at the start of next month. There's racing at Tarapa as well. And the man who will take us all through those races and previewing the weekend ahead is, of course, Butch Castles. Butch, good morning to you. How's things? Yeah, morning, Jordan. Looking forward to uh, weekend
2: racing. Yes, to Rapa and uh, Rickerton Saturday. At Trentham on Sunday with a good card as well. So plenty happening here and plenty happening your side of the Tasman as well.
0: Which uh, race or meet or feature are you looking forward to the most this weekend? Uh, looking forward to here, the two
2: three-year-old races. Gee, they're both Very good races. The Super Seth Soliloquy Stakes would be as strong as that field's been for a long, long time. And I thought the James and Annie Sarton Memorial was a pretty tidy field as well. Looking for Dynastic to bounce back from his uh, unexplained uh, failure, really, in the Hawke's Bay He's Much, much better than that. But he won't get it all his own way. Pretty good field.
0: Plenty to get through on today's program. We'll have Matt Cross with us a little later on to chat about the racing coming up in the South Island. But our first guest today is, it's a pleasure to have Stephen Marsh on the program. He's got a couple of runners at Tarapa and also at Riccarton Park. He's with us uh, on the line now. Morning to you, Stephen. How's things?
3: Yeah, very good. Thank you. Very good.
0: G'day, Stephen
2: Butch here. All right, let's get cracking. Busy old uh, day at Tarapa. A few more than a couple. Race one, you've got a couple of runners Ulanova and All of Flutter, both at different ends of the market. Ulanova's been super impressive in her dry- trials and draws the one barrier.
3: Yeah, she looks very smart. Um, been ultra happy with her. The second favourite, Cyclonic King, looks um, smart. But look, I really like our filly. Um, she'll jump, she'll put herself right there. Um, all a the flutter. I was desperately hoping for a good barrier with her. She hasn't come up with such a good marble. Um, so, yeah, but uh, touchy there. But yeah, I think is well above average.
2: Race number two, Corth uh, is on. Uh, another one that hasn't uh, favoured overly well in the barrier draw. But sometimes the extreme outside's better than one or two from the outside. They get no pressure from uh, a gate outside them
3: we've been very patient with this mare and we're prone for a good barrier. So June 14, we'll probably just uh, sit and wait for another day with her.
2: Race four, Starry Beal. This is one that you won't be waiting for another day because on a progression towards uh, the New Zealand Cup and it's just getting there, I suppose, 2,400 metres, you'd want to see something on Saturday.
3: Yeah, he's, I think he's coming to hand really well. Um, You know, he's still on the way up. He's, He'll need this run, then he'll head down south. Um, I think he's, by the time he gets to the New Zealand Cup, he'll be bang on. I think he'd actually be quite a nice little futures bet at 16 to 1, starry Bill. But um really like the way he's going, and yeah, he's going to be peaking for the Cup.
2: Righto, a really good renewal of the soliloquy, the Super Seth soliloquy stakes. You've got three runners, uh, Massolino, Miss Nico Bell, last start winners, and Academy Award who just continues to run good races, albeit in lesser company, See, it's
3: a good race, Stephen. It's a super field. Um, it'd be one of, it would be the best of the Stakes I've seen. Uh, Mazzolino goes very good, but drawn fourteen of fourteen, certainly not going to help her chances. Miss Nico Bell drawn ten. Uh, the blinkers and tongue tie go on her, but she's going good and um, Academy Award. Yeah, she's uh, probably stiff, not to have won a race by now. She's drawn the best of them, but I've just got her in both races, the uh, Soliloquy and the Hanny Sarton. I'm just not sure which way to go yet, but um, she's better than a maiden, but yeah, you're right, it's a super field.
2: Race number six, the Bill Lacey Memorial Mile, and uh, you've got running numbers here. Make sure you put the saddlecloths on the right ones. Numbers four, five, six, and seven. Rising Storm Waimuku Falls on Sierra and Hoard the Bourbon. Which way did we split them up? It's sort of... <clears throat> uh,
3: Rising Storm's probably going to be better over 2,000, but she went super fresh up. Um, Waimuku Falls is going super at the moment, um, drawn well. NCRO he's much better last start, good track suits. And Horde the Bourbon, really like the way he's coming up. Um, I I just don't know which way to split. Um, Very hard to split, but I think we've got a good strong four. Four runners there, and look, it could come down to luck in the running. Um, Maybe Waiamoku Falls, possibly just a touch in front.
2: Mm. we touched on academy award may well run in the soliloquy i didn't think the sartan quite had the depth of the soliloquy so in saying that's still a strong race with the likes of uh, dynastic mr mojo rising wild night sacred sitano race number nine uh, g got a good chance here i would have thought with uh, la bella beals gc and fall on a star who was really good in running fourth new zealand debut got the barrier
3: yeah, absolutely. Love Ella Beals was dead stiff last start. She uh, she should have really been winning. Um, she's got a good gate. OP on, going great. Full on a star yet for sure. Um, good good barrier. Uh, very nice run first up. Uh, McNabb was very keen uh, to stick with her. Also, um, do like her chances. And GC he's probably just going to need to run a bit. Um, but I thought those two mares were very hard to beat. And you know, obviously Carmen Line it's the favourite. I've been waiting to run that for a while, so it's obviously pretty smart, but I'm very keen on our 10 years.
2: Yeah, especially with the soft barriers from that 1300 metre start, they can just get a nice run and look, you know, with Opie's commitment to TR cow you don't get the luxury of being able to use him that often. He's going to have a bit of a break after <laughs> today, after uh, Saturday as well, but it must be good to be able to uh, get a line uh, on your horses when you can get the opportunity to book Opie.
3: Oh, absolutely. Look, he's world class and it's always nice to, to get
2: them on. You know,
3: um, you know, nine out of ten rides are going to be um, absolute peaches. So, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, in that race, we've got Boss and McNabb and Wirrimu. So we're, we're pretty lucky for the riders we've got, for sure.
2: Yeah, using Wirrimu uh, a lot, Stephen. He's sort of, uh, I don't know, has he made a bit of a commitment that he'll ride a lot for you? He's really flying at the moment. He seems to be in a, in a good place uh, in, uh, mentally, and uh, he uh, is a real talent, isn't he?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's had a, obviously a bit of a a rocky uh, a rocky road, but um, yeah, when he's on his game, he's and his mind's right. Geez, he's very gifted. The horses do run for him. He's a it's a nice, kind rider, and um, yeah, he does seem to get the the very best out of them. Yeah, we're having a good run with him too.
2: Mm. The last nest egg, this one back from the Queensland Winter Carnival. Uh, Look, it's better than a rating 65 horse. I'm not sure about tomorrow. You might be able to steer us in a direction there, but it does have a good gait to get a good soft run, 1,400 metres. Can it give them a fright in a fresh state? Yeah, I reckon
3: he can. Um, I um, I liked his last trial at Waipa, and he's come on good from there. I've taken the blinkers off. I'm just going to start him from... uh, from scratch but if he could jump and sort of put himself just a, a touch ahead of midfield I thought there was uh, you know you'd have a little bit each runner but he's obviously going to be better when he gets up over 2000 but certainly wouldn't leave Matty top fours
2: mm. got a number of runners uh, down south uh, as well bit of a stable uh, still down there and and uh, a few uh, running on Saturday at Ricketon. what's the best of them down there Stephen
3: I actually really like a horse. He's been quite um, unruly and a bit rank, Um, but I just think he's just starting to come right in race three, Pow Tong. Probably have a little bit on him. I think if he puts his mind to it, I think he can certainly uh, give him a shake.
2: And then you've got uh, the forces uh, spread far and wide with uh, one in Melbourne as well. so uh, look, big stable, plenty of uh, horses to find uh, the right spot for. Trentham on Sunday and uh, Melbourne. It's uh, a logistical job at this time of year, isn't it?
3: Oh, absolutely. They're going um, every year tonight, the valley tomorrow, uh, Rickman derap and then Sunday, Wellington. So yeah, it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much every day. Um, but look, the tracks are coming right, the money's up.
2: Yeah, the money's up. we better go at that point. Stephen uh, talking about that. Looks like we've just lost him. So through those runners, uh, Jordan, um, plenty of chances through his runners, uh, and Tarapa in particular.
0: Absolutely, yes. Uh, Stephen's just dropped off the line. But uh, Stephen, uh, good to have Stephen Marsh with us on the programme. We'll take a break here on Breakfast with the Kiwis. We'll come back on the other side of this. We'll have a chat to Matt Cross to preview the racing coming up at Rickerton Park. That's next. You're listening to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Loveracing.nz, your home of New Zealand thoroughbred racing news, previews, reviews, profiles and more. Welcome back to Breakfast with the Kiwis. Good to be with you ahead of a big weekend of racing right around New Zealand. And as always on the program, alongside Butch Castle's our regular expert, but the expert of the South is Matt Cross, and he's with us to preview the racing this weekend. Morning to you, Matt. How's things?
1: Yeah, morning, Jordan. Things are really good here in uh, Christchurch at the moment. Weather's fine and we're, we're starting to really look forward to the New Zealand Cup Carnival, which is less than three weeks away from kicking off. A couple of weeks away from the first meeting, in fact, which will be at Rickerton Park. Racing there tomorrow, we've got the $90,000 water creek stakes, a key lead-up to the 1,000 and 2,000 guineas. Running rail Butchers seven metres from the 2,000 to the 1,000 and 10 metres from the 1,000 to the winning post and tracks are good For it. We've had a beautiful, fine day here in Canterbury today, so it might even be a bit of an improving track.
2: Yeah, they'll uh, get their chance on a good surface uh, at Ricketon race for the two-year-olds. Uh, look, Tiaka uh, got a big number here with uh, Mark Walker having uh, the three. Sky on fire, the one they've backed, but Rubicon Crossing was good last time.
1: Ricky, race this, so I didn't really know where to look. You've got Rubicon Crossing coming out of a heavy 10 victory at Whanganui. actually beat Rhetorical home that day, and then Rhetorical has come out and won on a soft six here last time out. I'm around those two runners. Which way it will go, I'm not entirely sure. I thought Surf Queen runner number 10, its most recent trial, it took really good improvement between its most recent two trials for a nine-length trial victory over the 750 there at Rua Kaka back on the 29th of September. So she can play a part from barrier four. And number nine, Semper Supra, is a U.S. Navy flag two-year-old filly. Now, she won 46.25 in an 800-meter trial here on the 4th of October, which was three days after Rhetorical one, and it only won 46.94. So it's run about a half a second quicker, Semper Supra. Tricky sort of a barrier draw, but it can play a part. And, and Sky on Fire, I thought it was entitled to probably win last time. Butch, with the run it got in the lead, was run down late, but does it to have a, a bit of early speed. Four and the five, Rubicon Crossing, and I think somewhere around those.
2: Race five, Matt, it's always an interesting race. This one, over 3,000 metres, there will be a number that press on to the New Zealand Cup out of this. They can also get a golden ticket to uh, Warrnambool uh, for the uh, road to Jericho, the Jericho race. Uh, gee, it was hard to sort out uh, on paper. A few northern raiders might add interest.
1: Very tricky race, and, and you've got horses whom are uh, probably coming in with a bit of inexperience that could certainly come out and and show their true colours, particularly over the 3,000 metres. We don't really have too much exposed form over these particular races, Butch. But I thought number six, Leitrim Ladd, a horse who has been a winner at the trip over the hurdles and in the New Zealand Cup last year, and gets a really nice weight at start number 40. So somewhere around Leitrim Ladd, I thought, in the fifth, he could be quite hard to beat. Nasik Diamond is a horse that I've got a whole lot of respect for. She had the 13 start. She's a half... Tuska Polo by Rock De Cam. She found the line well over the 3200 last time. Botti, the one, he's at the top of the book, has got a fair bit of pudding to carry, but he'll be really fit from the Kevin Meyer stable. And number 11 eulogy show is a horse that's certainly going well. But I do think that the price around lecher and Ladd, currently $12 books, he could do worse than having each way on him.
2: Righto. The feature you alluded to it earlier, the Watercree Stakes gives us a line through to the two guineas races upcoming. And anyone that saw Cognito win last time would have had to have been impressed. He's uh, absolutely flying this. Uh, well, in his three-year-old year, he's a dollar ninety into a dollar eighty-five. Uh, surely uh, he's the one they all have to beat.
1: Well, if anything, last time, I know that he was held up, Butch, but mentally it could only be a good thing for him just being held up and actually teaching him how to race. So with the viewpoint of stepping up the 1600, he's a son of so you think, so you wouldn't think that'd be too much of a worry. He's a Mark Walker runner, and he's got a gait that he can use as well of barrier five. So I think you can play him quite heavily. Cognito, the seven, this is dramatic. Now she steps up to the mile with the blinkers on. That could be a real key around her. She's a good filly by dissident. She's currently $5.50. Uh, joint second favourite with the two Marlborough Bay. Concern for him I guess is seeing out the trip of 1600 metres. He's quite a busy fellow. They've got the noseband and the tongue tie going on which I think for me is a good indication that they will be really looking for him to settle but barrier one maybe not the best spot to be doing so particularly with how well he gets out and number three, Chibano has to be respected. I see that he's been the move in the market, ten into eight dollars. His one of the Barneswood farm stakes last Saturday was good. And the quick back up up to the mile with his closing sectionals there, he's a respect, but maybe only a place chance because Cognito does look as though he has got the water creek stakes at his mercy.
2: Race number nine, Matt, thought it was a really good field. This as a prelude to the Copeland's Bakeries mile. We've got a uh, perfect scenario down from the north. Not of the head from the ladder stable has been the one that's been backed already. But some Southerners racing really well, feeling the power. Ava Cornella, amongst others.
1: I actually thought Kaimar wore here under the 60 kilos. His runs recently have been good. First up, he was fair. He, he was quite mediocre over the... Thousand metres. But he's an older horse now and he has kept improving. He's gone 1,200. Sectionals were good in behind Summer Monsoon. I mean, last time out, I love the way he closed off his racing behind Feeling the Power. So he can win from a war currently $7.50 chance. Zalinski, runner number one. Now, this horse, he has got a superb strike rate with a month or more in between runs. He's six times in the money from eight starts of a 30-day break. He's got the weight to carry. But he's a horse that's really flying at the moment. In for third, number seven, seriously, you can write off his most recent run. It was a mixed-tempo sort of race. He wants a genuine tempo, 1,400. And if he can fly over the top of them, he's getting a nice price. And the eight, Abid Quinella, she's a horse well and truly on the up. She's a good mare, and I think that even in 12 months' time, we're going to see the best of her. But I thought Kaimai World War was certainly worth an each-way spec.
2: And the other of the features on the card, the Suthi's Spring Classic 2000 metres. Uh, The uh, couple of uh, Tiakao runners here, Campionessa and Bell of the Ball, the two that are well in the market. Campionessa, a $2.70 favourite. Bell of the Ball has been trimmed up from fours into $3.50, both of them racing really well.
1: Yeah, Campionessa gets gate number one, which is a massive factor as well with Lisa Allprest jumping on board. Narrowly beaten and behind A.U. Serial last time out over the 2,000 metres. She's fifth up and uh, she should be ready to rock and roll. I thought Bell of the Bull needed to be respected. She has been the mover in the market. You don't win three in a row at Rickerton without having some sort of ability. The 11, Elizabeth Rose. I could see her getting home strongly over the 2,000 metres, the contributor there. At number eight, Rain Man is another one I'd certainly be respecting. He's $16 into $12. But Campionessa, full press on, barrier one, looks hard to roll.
2: A yeah, busy old time for you, upcoming Matt. Uh, both harness racing and galloping wise, must be a time you really look forward to in uh, in Canterbury.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. Butch and I guess now uh, Cup Week has been added to, particularly on the harness side, with the uh, addition of a horse called Rock and Roll Do, who is one of the best pacers in Australia. Comes from the Michael Stanley base in Victoria, so we get to see him on Monday going around at Ashburton, so something for our Aussie friends to uh, tune into and, yeah, plenty still happening on the thoroughbred code as well. And tomorrow's meeting looks a really deep program.
2: Yeah, it does indeed. Good on you, Matt. Thanks for your time. Good luck with the calls over the
0: weekend. Appreciate it.
1: All right, Butch, thanks for that. You enjoy your weekend and good luck to uh, our friends over the ditch on the punt.
0: Matt Cross, a pleasure, as always, having him on the program. Butch, uh, as we close out today's show, what have you got by way of uh, bests for this upcoming weekend of racing.
2: Yeah, I did think Cognito looked like the best at Rickerton. and he's a good horse for mine. 1,600 metres should hold no fears to him, so happy to take the shorts around him. Thought here at Tarapa, the two-year-old race, the first. It's always great to see these new-season two-year-olds come out. We heard from Stephen Marsh the respect he had for Ullanova. I know that Cyclonic King held in high regard, and Faravello does look looked good at the trials as well. So plenty to watch in the first, the Sky City Hamilton Waikato Cup Day, 10th of December, two-year-old here at Ricketon. Uh, uh, here at Tarapa, looking forward uh, to that and uh, I was going to have something to win on Prowess in the Phillies race, it'll be a super super field, the uh, Super Seth Soliloquy Stakes, it really is Legato, Prowess, both unbeaten I'm in the Prowess camp uh, to take nothing away from Legato but I just think uh, both of them top class so looking forward to that on Saturday
0: Excellent stuff Butch, a pleasure as always enjoy the weekend of racing you have ahead of you Good on you. Butch Castles with us on Breakfast with the Kiwis, the main man of the show. If you want to head to sen.com.au to podcast this program, you can do just that or on the SCN app as well to listen to anything you hear on SCN or SCNZ. We'll catch you again same time, same place next week on Breakfast with the Kiwis. See ya.